Welcome to the Fantasy Hangover, a weekly fantasy football podcast. You can download us on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Also, head over to KnockedOutEntertainment.com for some other great podcasts and content. We're your hosts. I'm Shane. I'm Carl. I'm Chris. And I'm Zach. Now pop some Advil and grab your Gatorades. It's time for your Fantasy Hangover. Welcome back to another week of Fantasy Hangover. Uh, we unfortunately don't have the entire crew together. Uh, Chris stubbed his toe, and so he's out for three weeks with turf toe. Um, it's a shame. Uh, but we, we do the, have... We call it the Sammy Watkins. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> he shacked it. Um, but we do have uh, a guest this week. Uh, you might know him from great uh, podcasts on this same network, such as... Character work, character work and uh at the movies with dave and way Jeff. off way off it's uh be kind rewind with me and logan giannini and uh yeah you can catch uh, uh those two and so much more on and the I, knocked out entertainment um website i haven't really introduced you yet but uh my name is uh, no i i'm gonna introduce you okay All right. his name is gabarino follow me on twitter and snapchat Who are and you? Gabrino. Okay. Oh, Gabe. And with that, we're going to jump right into our quick outs. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been. Since I could. No. no. You don't do that. Stop. All right. So in case uh, anyone was living under a rock since our last podcast, uh, there was a trade, a couple trades in the... Uh, don't get distracted. Oh, get we're getting distracted. distracted. Uh, we have a uh, SummerSlam on in the background, so we're getting somebody just flashed there. Slightly distracted. And Aaron Neville. <laughs> Aaron Neville. <laughs> just All right, we're back. To- focus, focus, focus. All right, sorry. Um, so there was a trade in the NFL. There were a couple of trades actually. It was uh, three altogether from this, wasn't it? Was it? It was. I, I know it was two for sure. It was two different trades between three teams. That's what it was. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, sh- long story short, Sammy Watkins is now a Los Angeles Ram, and uh, no, not Ryan Matthews. Uh, Jordan Matthews is now a <laughs> Buffalo Bill. We'll get Ryan, to Ryan Matthews Ryan, later. We'll, we'll Ryan's also moving. There's so many Matthews <laughs> to keep track of. He, his house is for sale. Yeah. Um, Mostly because he can't afford it. Right. Um, so that was kind of a trade that shook the world. Um, Buffalo, because of that trade, now has... Two first round picks, two second round picks, and I think two third round picks in yep. next year's draft. Yes, correct. Which I don't know if that says rebuild or not, but you trade your top offensive asset and you trade one of your top defensive assets too with Ronald Darby. Yep. I mean, Philly. yeah, he's a defensive player, but let's not forget how big that is for the defense. I mean, he was one of their top. He was one of their top two cornerbacks the last two seasons. Right, and they've lost both of them over the course of the past year. And then not only that, but Ronald Darby then picked off. Uh, Carson Wentz the other night. Or not Carson Wentz, he picked off Tyrod Taylor, which I thought was pretty poetic. They did get a starting corner from Los Angeles in the move, yeah, but, but not, I mean, EJ Gaines is, is, an, is injury prone and not, yep. not in the Derby caliber, but he's still Correct. a starter. Yeah, he's still a starter. So, I mean, they went down, but they didn't like yeah. go all the way to the cellar with that. Correct. They didn't They didn't New York Jets it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And we'll, we'll cover more about that trade a little, little bit later. They'll come up. They'll come up. Uh, moving on, uh, Jake Cutler is officially a Miami Dolphin, Hooray. for better or for worse for him. Um, actually, it's a it's a pretty good fit. He knows Adam Gase's. Yeah, it, it was a great grab for for Gase. It's somebody that he know, knows that can come in right away and 
play in this this system and yeah. he already showed in the first preseason game after about what three days of practice that he was fine mm-hmm. clearly that uh, off season of just drinking beer has done him a lot of good yeah. being naked on a boat Being works out well on, yeah i'd enjoy it <clears throat> um seattle has lost their starting left tackle uh george fant which uh, i mean anytime you lose your starting left tackle that's the anchor of your offense that puts, I mean, that kind of hurts Russell Wilson. That hurts that entire running offense of whoever may be that starting running back. Yeah. It's, and I hate to say it this way, but it's better to lose your starting left tackle early, though, than it is to late because you have some options at this point. Right. If you lose them during the season, you don't. I mean, luckily for teams like Seattle and Detroit, they lost it before the season started, so they actually have some time to bring somebody in, get them used to the offense before a meaningful game. Mm-hmm. Um, still, I, I, you know, I never like seeing an injury unless it's Eli. Dark. Uh, moving on. Um, the other Matthews I was talking about, Ryan Matthews, was cut after passing his physical. Congratulations, you're healthy. Uh, you need to find a new job. Yeah. Yeah. And Which, I don't know if he will. I think if there's one team that's going to pick him up, it's going to be the Giants. Um, I, I don't think Paul Perkins so far in the preseason has not really flashed that RB1 capability. So I think they might want to use a committee um, like in years past when they've won Super Bowls per se. Um, but I, I could see Detroit looking at them. Detroit's yeah. got too many too many hens in the house. They do, but no, none of those hens it. have, you know... But you've got a cockadoodled. I don't know what to do with this Ooh, analogy. Have crowed, have roosted, have roosted. They're all laying eggs. Um, hey, there, hey there it is. There's the winner. There it is. Uh, so they winner could, chicken dinner. So they could use a rooster. I see what you did there, Gabe. Uh, That's what I'm here for. Thank you, and we appreciate you. <laughs> um, in my not shocking news of the week, my uh, not. <laughs> why not? Why not? Why not? Uh, Christian Hackenberg looks terrible. Yeah. Um, let me put on my shocked face. For those of you at home listening, my face did not change. It's still emotionless. It's <laughs> do, you, yeah. do you want to know his a normal fun face? Fact? His emotionless face. His do you want to know a fun fact that I read last night? I would love to know a fun fact that you read last night. In the first half of the Jets preseason game last night, there were two completed passes. Mm-hmm. Both of them were to Bilal Powell in the first half. Oh, that's cute. That's... Hackenberg, I think, I think finished two of seven. Um, and also one of those was a negative yardage passing play. So, so did he lose yard? Like was yes. his net yardage negative? I be- no, his, he had like three. No, he had, he was two of, two of seven for like 13 yards or some sh- some stuff like that. I don't know. It was just, they are such an inept team right now. It's going to be ugly and they will have the number one pick next year. I am calling this right now. Yeah. And they'll probably, they will. And they'll draft, uh, the guy, Chad Allen, is that his name, from Wyoming? Yeah. Because I don't think any jo- of the Josh other Josh Allen? Josh Allen, that's who it is. Oh, I thought you were just screwing around. No, I no, know. I couldn't oh. remember his name. Uh, because I don't think any of the other quarterbacks are going to come out. Yeah, correct. Because <laughs> no one wants to go, <laughs> no one no wants one wants to go, go to New York. The Wyoming guy is just like, this is my chance. Oh, and there's another thing I don't think we mentioned either, is that Quincy Nunwa, their number one receiver, is out for the year. That's, that's right. That's yep. right. Yep. So they're just going to be even more inept. Oh, um, Robbie Anderson. Yeah. Their sure. one option. He's it. That's All it. All right. Um, and last but not least, uh, Ezekiel was suspended. Um, he's appealing it. So it's currently six games. My guess is that it'll be four. four. It's it really, but I don't want to spend too much time on this because we do have a lot to go through. But 
I, I don't think they're, if they can't reduce it because they set a standard, they set a precedent saying it is six games for domestic violence. You can't just go and alter that precedent because yeah. you think you screwed up. I definitely <laughs> agree with that. I, I see where you're coming from too, but he also was never tried for that's dress, the domestic violence. With the suspension so in general. That's why I think that that's where they're going to find that loophole to reduce it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, just to appease Ezekiel Elliott in a way. Even though I don't think he'll be appeased unless they get rid of it completely, which they won't. Well, right. here, here's so I've been listening to a lot and watching a lot of people's opinions on this, just because it's it's a huge thing for a guy who's considered one of the best running backs in the NFL in only his second season to be suspended for six games. So here's the one thing I've been hearing is that if you want to eliminate the domestic violence suspension of six games, that's fine. Now, one thing that I do think he should get suspended for is the personal conduct policy. Um, for pulling that girl's top down during Mardi Gras or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. Um, if you want to suspend him two games for that, that's perfectly fine because you can't be doing that stuff when you're a face when you're one of the faces of the NFL. So if you want to suspend him two games for the conduct policy, I totally get that. But he should not be spended, suspended for the domestic violence thing because there were never charges filed. This is a case of Roger Goodell having too much power, and the owners know that. With and- that said, if you look at it, though, Josh Brown was never tried. You're right, and he only got a one-game suspension for admitting to beating his wife. But he also but, got caught. He also got, he also got, he's done. His yeah, career's over. Like he's blacklisted from the yes. I mean, but, but with, that, with that said, I mean, that was before the actual full policy was in as well, and now they've mm-hmm. got this policy that says it's got to be this. So It's got to be six games. So if, yep. if the Josh Brown thing came out again and, you know, that was the case, he wasn't tried. Does he only deserve the one-game suspension still? That's a, a rhetorical question. It's just kind of, oh. it's kind of like, no, I, I think that you have to, you have to take a stand against this kind of violence. Yes. And yeah. And then the last thing, I and do, I get why they're doing it. Yeah. The last thing I do want to mention on this is that the biggest part that actually came out of this wasn't involved with the suspension. It was that he received a letter from the NFL saying any future incidents could result could result in your dismissal from the NFL. Yep. So he could receive a ban from competing in the NFL if he continues to do anything. If that he gets a woman, a I mean, no, no. If he uh, was to have another domestic uh, abuse issue, they said they didn't. They didn't specify. Domestic. Oh, did they not? They said specifically any more incidents could result in f- further suspensions or banishment there, from the NFL. I'm sure the There's banishment no part is has to do with a domestic abuse incident while the other ones are for, the further suspensions are lesser issues. Yeah. I'm fine if if he hits a woman and it comes out and he's banished from the oh, NFL, absolutely. I'm totally fine with that. Yep. 100%. But with that, uh is that all the that quick is outs? All of our quick outs. All right. So, it's going to be an interesting episode today because we've got two main topics. So now it is time for us to bust a tab. On our main topic, I have to finish this beer before the second topic. Jeez. Um, <laughs> oh so, no! So we are going to start out with camp battles. So these are fantasy relevant players. So we're not going to talk about you know starting left guard for the or Rams. Kickers. We probably shouldn't talk about the Rams or the Jets. Roberto um, Aguayo, whichever team he's on now. Oh yeah, that's that's news. Aguayo, who was a second round pick last year, I don't know why, is now cut, and well, I think he's a bear. He was he a second a- round pick because of the fact that he never missed a field goal under forty yards in his time at Florida State. 
And so they thought he was going to be super accurate. He was guaranteed inside the 40. <laughs> so Shane just took He's a drink of a pretty beer nasty face from beer, this, apparently. From this lager. Um, I think it's just kind of old. But then, yeah. then Aguayo got signed by the Bears after the Bucks cut him, and he proceeded to miss his first field goal with the Bears. <laughs> Which is hilarious. It is. Also, I love that, uh, uh, another tangent here, that Blair Walsh was uh, <laughs> pointing, throwing, at, pointing at the sideline for know. the Vikings and then missed his third kick. <laughs> oh, it's the... Yeah. But he made the first two. He made the first two, but they and they were both over fifty yards, which right. is good. Well, but he misses third kick. He that's what he normally makes. He makes long field goals. He just can't make the short ones, which I have. It's fine. So uh, we're going to start the camp battle here in Seattle. Let's all head to Seattle. Vroom vroom, run run. run. Wow, it's raining up here. Uh, so much coffee. Uh, and start with the uh, the running back battle in Seattle, which is Eddie Lacy. Uh, Thomas Rawls and Carson. Chris Carson. Chris, Chris Carson. Carson. Um, Chris Carson is obviously the name you don't know. Uh, the dark but, horse. Yeah, but I think he scored three touchdowns in two preseason games so far, and he's looked really solid running the ball. They're liking him. Um, mm-hmm. I still think I think it's Rawls to lose at this point, though. I oh, he's definitely like the fourth guy. Carson's definitely the fourth guy. In no, the- Car- I think Carson's the third guy. I think Prosize is out. I, I think you're high. I, 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 I don't know. I still think that process is going to be the third down guy. I, the best I agree with that. I'm talking about for a starter. Oh, for, yeah, for a starter. I, I think that I think ProSize is not in the running for starter. I think these three guys are in the running for starter for, for okay. first round, second or first down, second down guy. Yeah. I mean, they didn't spend a ton of money on Eddie Lacey. Um, I Wasn't mean, it give, just like a one or two year deal? It was basically yeah, just, just a it's small. deal. But they had to buy yeah. him dinner, too. No, 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 they bought him a diet plan. They're paying him they money, him to, lose money to lose weight. Finally. Yeah. Um, $55,000 every, what, two weeks? Is it? No, it's a month. Every month but that he lost weight. Lost but still, pounds. that's... I dig it. I yeah, do it. It was I 10 pounds it. for $50,000 a month. But, I mean, like we've been saying, I think it's Thomas Rawls to lose. Um, I think Eddie Lacy is... I fat? Think, well, um, <laughs> they went from beast mode to feast mode. Yep. And I, I, I don't... He he's gonna be the backup there. Thomas Rawls needs to stay healthy. Yep. Um if he doesn't, I mean Eddie Lacey is a very serviceable is a very serviceable running back. I mean when when uh Lacey was healthy in Green Bay, he was a good running back. Yeah, oh, yeah. I he mean, averaged over even, four and a half yards a carry. I was like, even last year he averaged what, five yards a carry mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year last year before he got injured? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he might eat everything that you own, but I mean he he's can, gonna get some yards for you. And he can wear down a defense. Like Oh yeah. I mean him, it, it's probably going to end up him starting the game, and then like the second half they're going to bring in Thomas Rawls to just run through everyone. I would it, flip that. I think that Lacey's going to be the closer. The uh, short down. I mean, yeah. Lacey's I, for I sure going to be the short be down that, guy. He's going to be that closer <laughs> once they build up a lead. Yeah. Um, where he's going to be the you know, turn the defense, wear him down, use your weight to your advantage kind of guy. Uh, fall forward. So let's let's just say uh, let's all say who we think is going to win this battle and be the number one guy. Uh, fantasy wise next year for it doesn't necessarily have to be the guy starting the year but at the end of the year who do you think is the guy that has the most fancy points in that backfield out of those three guys that we mentioned yes well, out of the four you can say precise if you want okay because i'm gonna say precise oh okay i'm gonna say rolls i'm gonna say eddie lacy because i think he's gonna get the touchdowns okay i'm also yeah. gonna say rolls oh. all right because reasons because yep. reasons <laughs> all right so moving down south we're 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 hitting the road again, you know. Where are we? Where are we at? We're, we're driving down. Oh, it's getting hot. Oh, oh, everything's bigger down here. I wonder where we're at. We're in Texas to the Texans. Oh, All right, 
We got Deshaun Watson versus Tom Savage, and this battle is savages to lose. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's the incumbent versus the rookie, and I get that you know they spent a lot of they spent a lot of draft capital on drafting Watson, Deshaun Watson, yep. but it's a lot of capital on Watson for the future, but it's this year that they have to worry about, right? And I don't, I mean, they're the defense, like they've got the defense. They've got the defense to make it to the playoffs and to make a deep run. They just need a quarterback that is not going to lose them games. They were a quarterback away from beating the Patriots in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Unfortunately, they had Brock Osweiler. Brock! Brock! Osweiler! Uh, (laughs) Who is no one's champion. No, No, he is nobody's champion. Maybe. Well, maybe in Cleveland. It could Um, be. I I don't really... I I think at this point, it's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when Watson takes over. Um, I honestly could see Watson starting by week five or six, but I, I think Savage would really have to mess up or get hurt. All right, so let's let's okay for this battle then. Let's have an over under week six. Uh, wa- or let's just, let's say who do we think is going to be the starter in the? D- let's say by week eight. I, I'm going to say, say uh, through. Do we all think that the Texans are the team to beat in the AFC South? It's between them and the Titans, right? Yeah, um, it depends on luck. It does depend on luck. If luck if luck is healthy, then I don't guarantee it but to I, be the Texans. Here's how I'm going to say it. It's going to be starting. So, or at the yeah, start of the season. That's, if that's if the Texans situation. make the playoffs, who's their quarterback in, in week one of the playoffs? Right, I'd so. say Watson. Watson? I, it's probably Watson. Watson? Watson. I'm going to say Savage, because okay. I think Savage gives them the best bet to win this year. And... O'Brien has pulled quarterbacks before, but if I, I, O'Brien's the kind of guy that if he starts the year with a quarterback, he wants to end the year with that guy. Yeah, but if you if you start Watson at any point this year, you cannot bench him. Oh no, you oh, can't. No, not you at all. Have to no, I, I can that ride. I completely agree. So Savage has to stay healthy. Right. But I think if Savage stays healthy, I think that this year he's the guy, and I think that's fine. I I, I don't agree with uh, the idea that a rookie quarterback has to start year one. Yeah. I think it's worked for other teams where they've sat him a year, sat him multiple years. I mean, and we all live close to Wisconsin. Um, but I, I just, I just think Savage is their best bet this year. All right. So now we're going to, now we're going to take a train up a little bit North here. We're going to head through the mountains. Oh man. The air's getting so thin up here and we're staying at the quarterback position. Looks like we're looking at Paxton Lynch versus Trevor what, Simeon. What team are we on, did you say? Uh, Denver, Denver Broncos. The Broncos. Well, you just kind of <laughs> mentioned, mentioned the landscape, so I was, I was lost. Oh, got it. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't. We need to draw you a map. <laughs> well, there, there are oh, a couple different mountain ranges friends? to choose from. It's all I know, Zach. It's all I know. <laughs> um, I think this is just... A, a crap show of a quarterback competition. It's not it's not New York Jets crap show, but it's definitely not a good one. Trevor Simeon, I think, is a fine starter, um, but they really want to see Paxton Lynch take that next step, but he's just kind of not doing it. Yeah, this is I, this is Simeon's job to lose. Yeah, well, I, I agree. Lynch isn't doing anything, at least during the games. I don't know. We obviously don't know what's going on in practice. Yeah. Um, but... Lynch hasn't done anything in games to prove that he should be the starting quarterback. Which Lynch came into the league as a fringe first round quarterback prospect. Hmm. Um, he was never guaranteed to be a first round quarterback. He just had the bigger arm. 
So, you know, obviously scouts and talent, you know, guys like that love that, but right. big arm does not equal a starting quarterback, i.e. Jamarcus Russell. Neither, neither one of them's looked great in the games, no, no. in the preseason games, but Lynch has looked bad against the starters and the second string, while yeah. Simeon, when the second string's against him, does does better. He's not throwing picks. He's, yeah, Simeon, Simeon is a ball control guy. I he mean, does he, not throw a lot of interceptions. He is, it's, it's his his spot to lose and as much as the Broncos want Lynch to have the starting spot and everybody on that in that uh, front office wants Lynch to have the starting spot because they gave a first round pick for him yeah the problem is you can't just hand it to him if Simeon's playing better you cannot hand this spot to Lynch so my question for you guys is at the end of the season who's the starter for this team John Elway (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm, I'm gonna say Simeon I I say the only or if it, Simeon's a starter at the they, end of this are year, are they in playoff contention or not? That's going to change my. That's answer. true. That's true. If they're in playoff contention, I think it's still going to be Simeon. If they're not in playoff contention, I think it will be Lynch to I, see what they have going into year three. In that division, I think they are in playoff contention, uh, but, but I think, I think it's they're only for a wild card. Yeah, I think it's for it's a wild card because I think the Raiders are running away with if, it. It's I don't even know if they could be in contention for a wild card with both Raiders, the Raiders and the Chiefs there. I don't even know if they could be in contention for a wild card because you got to imagine at that probably, defense is still good though. Probably two yeah, teams that, out of yeah. the west and two teams out of the um, north. The north, maybe even two teams out of the south. I mean, almost yeah. every division. Maybe even two teams con- out of the east. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, the Dolphins could if Cutler plays well. Yeah. Every division in that conference could easily have two teams. Parity, yeah, League parody. exactly. Um, but no, I think it, I think if they're in playoff contention, it's Simeon. Yep. If the playoff contention, Simeon Lynch, if they're not, but they they have to be really far out. I mean, they they can't be seven and nine and starting Lynch. No, it's got to be you know they've got to be losing. If yeah. they can even smell the playoffs, it's gonna yep. be Simeon. If they come out the gate and start, you know, two and four, I would say it's time for time to get Pax and Lynch in there and see yeah. what you got going, just mm-hmm. to see what happens. Yep. Um, all right, so we're moving west. Or no, Gabe, I'm sorry. Any, I'm also going to say Simeon. Oh, you're also going to say Simeon. <laughs> Thanks, Gabe. Appreciate that. Yep, glad I'm here. <laughs> uh, we're moving east. I'm sorry. We, we started driving the wrong way, and then we, we turned it around. I was going to say, now I'm completely uh, lost. So we're moving east. We're headed to a running back battle here. We've got Spencer Ware versus Kareem Hunt in Kansas City. Kansas City. Kansas City. So, Carl, do you want to start off with this one? This is, this is kind of your baby. This is kind of my baby. Um, I mean... Which is bizarre because I have no, I really don't care about the Kansas City Chiefs aside from the fact that I. That you always trade for their running backs. Apparently, I love their running backs. Which, hey, Carl, guess who I drafted yesterday? I I saw who you drafted yesterday. Um, That's something else that I want to talk to you about a little bit later. Oh, you have a first round pick for him? We we can Uh, talk later. It's not like trading or anything, but it's. This is real in the pre show? Anyway. um, So, Kareem Hunt has looked fantastic so far during the preseason. He's doing a lot with a little. He's doing yes. a lot with a little. Because um, Spencer Ware's been getting the first team reps. Hasn't yes. He? Yep. Um, but I, I think last night he only got I, one snap. Yeah, I think because Hunt got a lot of first team reps yeah. last night. I think night. they're trying to give Hunt a chance to win it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and he's he's making every moment of the chances that he gets. Like, mm-hmm. like I mean, he, he's looking good when he's in there with the first he's team. He's doing the same thing another guy that we're going to talk about in a little bit, Christian McCaffrey's doing. Right. I mean, he's, he's doing the same thing. It's just not as on big of a scale. Right. When he's running, he runs well. And yep. it, it's he's been fun to watch so far. I, I think Hunt's got the uh, – he's got the lead, but – it's not by a lot, but I think he's gaining. I think he's pulling away. I think, I think gonna, it's still wears 
spot to lose. I'm going to decide with Shane on that one. I, I do think it is still where spot to lose, but I think that Andy Reid will realize how much Kareem Hunt is doing with the touches that he gets in the regular season mm-hmm. that he will eventually take over the starting role this season. Yeah. I think it's possible even by the end of the preseason that you know Hunt could be the guy. Um, but there, it's got to be a big drop-off from where for that to happen. So I think it's going to be a splitting reps situation during the year that you know maybe at the beginning of the year you see uh, uh, Ware taking a little bit more than Hunt. But if Hunt's you know breaking out those big runs, that it's going to be his, his job. I think the biggest telling part will be the preseason week four. Yeah. Um, because if they play Hunt at all five. in week four, well, <laughs> no, kind of technically, but... <laughs> Um, <laughs> if Hunt plays at all in week five of the preseason, then I think that that tells us a lot about where they consider him on the depth chart. Cause he's already number two on the depth chart, but, yeah. um, that I think that will tell a lot about how they feel about him going forward this year, at least. Cause if he doesn't play, you think they're resting him for, yes, if that he does, if, I don't think, I think if he doesn't play week five, that they are going to rest him for <laughs> Thundercats. <laughs> Is that what they are? They're, They're the Thundercats. Uh, the New Day are the Thundercats right now at SummerSlam, and it's fantastic. Uh, Gabe, who? Uh, what do you think? Spencer Ware, because I like to say wear and tear a lot, and I want to say that throughout the whole season. Good good going. Oh, that's a great right, fantasy enough. football I, name. I like that. That's that a good is, oh, great that fantasy football yeah, name. I got an Where elite is football no mind. It is no return of the Mac no. which I'm using for so many leagues I'm, this year. I'm still so happy with my – it's it's outdated at this point, but I LaFell and I can't look it up. <laughs> Will Fork on the first stage. Will Speaking Fork on of the first fallers, stage. there's another faller for us to add on to the list is LeGarrette Blunt. Oh, That's yeah. true. <laughs> Speaking of names. Uh, to make so them. now we're heading south to Florida. Uh, it's warm out there. There's crazy women everywhere. Fact. Uh, and we're going to watch the quarterback battle in Jacksonville between Bo- Bortles, Henny, and Allen. Allen. I'm going to go Bortles. Going Bortles right away. I'm right going to go Bortles gets cut. <laughs> What? What? He there's talk it's, about them cutting him. It's saving not, money. It's not nope. yeah, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Like he fantasy wise, he was a very good quarterback. Yes, he was. Real life wise, he's garbage. I think oh, I read bad. that they are eleven and thirty four with him as a starter. Or yeah, he's, something ridiculous like that. He was Blaine Gabbert two point Like honestly I mean Well, he was better than Blaine Gabbert, but mm. I I will one hundred percent stand by that. Blaine Blake is a real American. I watched YouTube a video about it. That's true. You shared that with me. It was so good. Um, <laughs> no, honestly, the best quarterback that's or the best looking quarterback this preseason, in my opinion, has been Allen. But I you think Chad Henney looks ones, pretty good. Yeah, I, 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 I get that, but I mean, just from a like, Chad Henney with the first team has played well. Yes, although, yep. mind you, he did have a ninety-nine yard uh, touchdown reception on like his second throw of from scrimmage. Uh, so that's kind of boosted his stats a little bit. So if you're just looking at stats, and beyond that, if you minus that from his yeah. stats, he he's been average, but he's still yep. been better than Bortles. I was gonna say if you're um you say if you're worried about stats, like if you're listening to this podcast, then yeah, you're gonna worry about stats because that's what all <laughs> fantasy football is. Well, so no, I mean that's why I said Blake Bortles because he's been a great quarterback in fantasy football for the past. The, the, year what Shane's saying though is that. A guy can have a oh, yeah, stat line of you know 150 receiving yards, but if 95 of that or 99 of that came on a one, you do have to look at those other yeah. 50, 60 yards because yeah. they yeah. will tell more of the story than the 99-yard touchdown. Especially during the preseason when you're looking at people yep. competing for jobs. Right, like right. the backup um, back at Ole Miss for the guy who was behind the Oh, Eli Redwell. Manning? 
No, the no. guy who was behind Chad, Chad Kelly. Chad Kelly. No, the wide receiver who was behind Laquan Treadwell. If you listen, uh, Jeez. Yeah, in week one, Laquan Was it Laquan Treadless? In week one, had a week one of the preseason. Technically, week two had a ninety-nine yard touchdown, but that doesn't mean that he's going to be the next great receiver. Just like yeah. Danny Westbrook had like 145 yards. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But he's still garbage. And he's still fourth on the team. Right. So now we are headed uh, to to a country where everyone's really nice, but in a Minnesota way. Uh, Although I don't think we ever finished our actual predictions. Yeah, on who oh, I that. guess. Okay. Who's who's getting the, the spot here? Uh, who's the starter at the Gabe's beginning Bortles, of the season? Games at Bortles. I Bortles. honestly think it will be Bortles as well. I thought you said he was going to be cut. I said that there's a chance, uh, but I still think he's going to be the starter. Beginning I, of the season, who's the starter? I think it's Henny. I think it's Henny as well. We'll see. We'll Michigan! See. I'm a little bit of a Michigan boy, but uh, <laughs> with that said, I, I, I just, you got to give up on Bortles at some point, and yes. it's a perfect time with a... Cut your losses. Yeah. You know, yep. Just cut, cut it off. All right, so now we're headed to Minnesota Nice Country. We got... Uh, oh, we we're got already here. Cook and yeah, Murray. Here. Well, no, because we were just in Ooh, Florida. it's cold. We had, we had to drive home. Oh, we had to drive home, yeah. We had to make a pit stop Ooh, hey, home. is that Paul and Babe? And other Minnesota references? Yes. <laughs> uh, Anywho. Uh, so, he's going to come up later with uh, with Risers and Fallers, but Cook is... Dalvin Cook and Latavius Murray, yeah. Yeah, Cook is, is doing everything he needs to do to win the starting job. Yep. Yeah. Murray's still coming back from injury, so he's kind of got a hindrance on him, so you can't really see what he's doing with the with the team. Yeah. Um. But Cook has flashed. Yeah. Cook has looked like a big-time playmaker so far. He's a lot more... He's very patient, which is... You he, know, was for, a, he was patient at Florida State, too. Pa- yeah, I just didn't know that it would... I just he was didn't patiently know. dropping the ball everywhere. Right, which he's done a good job of not doing that yet. In the preseason so far, yet. yeah. Um, I, I mean, obviously, we need to see a lot more, but I know, at least listening to talk radio here in Minnesota, people are loving Delvin Cook. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm like... I he's okay. I, I don't want to like being a Vikings fan. It's hard for me not to drink the purple Kool Aid. I was surprised but, you didn't in our draft. Uh, no, I I was really our, surprised. So Zach and I are in another Dynasty Fantasy Football League, and I had the fifth overall. I had the fifth, fifth overall yep. pick, and it was between. It was essentially between OJ Howard, Delvin Cook, and Mike Williams, and I ended up choosing OJ Howard. That's who I would have picked out um, those three, just because I like Howard's upside. But we've, I mean, I. I just don't like Delvin Cook. If I would have known that you were going to take O.J. Howard, I would have traded up with you to get that fifth pick. <laughs> to oh. get Delvin Cook. Oh, really? Yes. God. I 100% would have traded up with you to get that pick. Son of a... So this is this is Cook's job to lose at this point, right? I think so. Yeah. I think it, I think the the majority share or care share? Majority share yeah. owners? Share. The mortgage, majority share. Majority share will, we'll make be, rare. will be Delvin Cook's job to lose as the majority carry holder guy yeah i mean latavius murray i think is, is going to back. have a huh? i think that the, the lead back yeah we'll call it that <laughs> i think i think it's possible latavius murray being that you know bigger guy could take those uh goal, goal line, line carries because asiata is not well. there to hit four touchdowns on one yard um right and so, i mean murray had 12 rushing touchdowns last year with that said who has more fancy points this year is it cook cook or is it murray it's cook just because I, of receptions receptions and receiving if, yards well, Cook. I, I I think Murray. I think touchdowns are going to stack up, and I think that on top of that, he's going to have some good yardage games. I mean, he's going to have some 100-yard games, I think. I think there's going to be some... 
You think, are you saying that about I, Murray or? Cook? I'm saying that about Murray. Oh, I'm saying that. I don't he's, think that's gonna happen. I, I think <laughs> that they're gonna they're gonna play the hot hand in some games, and especially with a rookie running back that you're easing into the league. I, I think I think Murray ends up with more fancy points this year, but I don't think it's by much. Okay. All right. So uh, head back down south, back down to Florida. Um, Why did we go from Florida to Minnesota back to Florida again, this we, road trip? We forgot. We're wasting gas. We have we, we have such a big budget in this on this podcast <laughs> that we're able to take trips so quickly. We really needed a juicy Lucy. Uh, and we're headed to uh, Tampa Bay to watch some tight ends play, and also oh, yeah. the tight ends. Booyah. <laughs> I got, um, I got that. We got oh, Cameron Brait and OJ Howard. I see what you did there. Uh, so Brayden Howard, uh, Brait has been looking. Brait's got better offensive potential right now. Uh, Howard has been looking really good in the blocking end, uh, uh, from the reports I've heard. Yeah, and I've heard that Howard has not eased up into the offensive part of the uh, offense or into the weapon part of the offense, but he's doing great in the running game. Yeah, so I did watch the um, Buccaneers and Jags game the other night, uh, the second preseason game. Oh, man, that's rough. And Winston was targeting Howard quite a bit. Um, I I know I saw at least two to three uh, Howard catches, which for a guy who is considered to be the blocking second tight end, that's I think that's pretty solid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To, To be targeted two to three, you know, three to four or five times in a span of, you know what a quarter quarter and a half i mean it could also be that's the game plan is to get him some game reps oh, yeah, and, for and sure. aim for him i mean it's preseason you're not aiming for yeah. you're not trying to score every play i mean the receivers and things are but not necessarily the quarterback who yep. has his job secure he's trying to get his players to be better yeah i can see okay what's what do you think over under on let's say four touchdowns for howard this rookie year <sighs> Can I say even? I'm gonna say even. Okay. You can't say even. Oh no! no you can say even. I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna say four point two. This is my game. <laughs> this is my game. <laughs> I, I'm uh, just I'm going even. I'm. I'll go under. You go under. Yep. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under. I think Cameron Brate's gonna be more for this year. I think Cameron Brate's gonna be yeah. more in tune with the offense. They. What do they say? Like it's usually about what three years for a tight end to get truly like accustomed. Yeah, they're to yeah. they're similar to wide receivers, where it's right. usually a three year time frame. Like obviously, they're they're outliers everywhere. You know, they're outliers. Yeah. In Gronk. Both well, cases, but I mean, really, there's only Gronk as the outlier. Uh, outlier. 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 Outliger. Outliger. Liger. Yeah. Out Jushin Thunder Liger. Yes, thank you. Um, so I'm I would go with under just because. Okay. I think Brates better option this year yeah i would probably side on the even to under side of that yeah um i'm gonna go under cam cameron Braid <laughs> looked good last year i mean he was what the number three number one he was top five i know yeah, he was, he was top a top five. five tight end last year uh on a weak tight end year mind yeah. you but it, it it helps that you have experience with the quarterback that you're working with Absolutely. especially when it's a younger quarterback yep for sure um, all right, so now we're headed. Um, Why do we write Jets on here? We're not. There's not the 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 quarterback battles uh, uh, crapshoot, and the, nobody well, the, knows the, who's no, playing at any position because the competition was just for the Jets as a whole. It wasn't oh. a specific position. Okay, okay. Every here's my position is a competition. Here's my question about the Jets: Do they win a game this year? They win one. 
Guess yeah. who? I'm going goose egg. I'm going one. Goose egg? They're going to pull a Miami and they're going to win one game in some crazy late fashion touchdown. And the fans are going to rush the it's, field. I, <laughs> the one fan in the stand? Yeah. Hey, get up. Do the they field. face San Francisco this year? I don't think so. Hey, hey, watch it there. San Fran's tanking of the of the hey, West. Hey, watch I mean, it there. I, I, they've got to win one. Do like, they? It's. I think they're going to win one. Their quarterbacks are worse than Detroit's quarterbacks that year, and Detroit was starting Arvlowski most of the yeah, season. They have a better defense. All right, we're not talking about this anymore. No. We're headed to Chicago. <laughs> We got Mitch Trubisky versus Mike Glennon. It's still Glennon's job to lose. It's got to be Glennon. Yep. Glennon will start the season no matter what. I watched... I mean, offset with injury. I watched a couple minutes of the fourth quarter of the Bears game the other night. Yep. And Glennon was in, and he ran for 12 yards on a scramble. And one of the defenders decided that it was his job to try to take his head off. And the guy and Trubisky slid just in time that the guy, I mean, he was an inch away from hitting Trubisky. And I got to think the sideline had a ream into Trubisky on that one saying, you don't run on that. It's like you go, you go out of bounds. You try to because he was near the sideline. Well, he's it's like, you he's don't, fighting for a job, though. You don't you don't take the extra couple of yards and go. Yeah, he's fighting for a job, maybe. But it's also he's their future. He's number two overall that they see him as the future. Yeah. Whether he wins it this year or not, they don't want him getting injured. Yep. Like, period. Yep. They don't want him getting an injury. But I, I think Glennon's playing this year, and he might. he's not going to end the season because the Bears are going to be bad. They're going to put right. Trubisky in in week 12. Yep, I think I think Trubisky... I mean, they're, Chicago's realistically another team that's fighting for the number one overall pick. Um, I, I think maybe they're more in the lines of two to four overall in the rookie in the you know NFL draft, but they're just... Yeah. They're overall not a very good team. And honestly, that, you know, this whole inconsistency with the team really has me, gives me reservations about Jordan Howard. Um, but that's a completely different topic for a completely different day. I don't think Chicago cares as much about being number one overall as, say, like the Jets or the or the Niners, because both of those teams need yeah. a quarterback. Um, while they feel like they have their quarterback, so they think that, you know, if we get number three, we're going to get the best player yep. available that's not playing quarter. Oh, for sure. But all right, so I think that's uh, that's it with the camp battles. Anybody have any anybody else to throw out there? Any other thoughts? Nope, nope. No. All right. Ship shape. I finished my beer, so that means it's time to take this tab away. <laughs> nice. On our second main topic. I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> and we're going to discuss some risers and fallers at the preseason. Yep, I think we're just kind of going to go through the names here, um, guys that are rising and falling. I don't think we're going to take too much time to discuss them. Yeah, but. let's start with the trade. The let's trade! Start, let's the start trade. with the big trade. Um, I mean, if we're talking about risers, we got to talk Sammy Watkins. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sammy yep. Watkins is the only oh only receiver with that skill set um, in... In Los Angeles. Yeah. Yep. And does this make and and on this side, I mean everyone's talking Sammy Watkins as as, as a riser. Uh mm. is it does is golf a big riser from this? Yes. I think he has to be. Yes. He he, no he went from being undrafted to being a possible backup. Yeah, I he went from having eight number two receivers to actually having a number one. That's true. Mm-hmm. Like that 
I mean, he has a big, strong number one target now. And I think, I mean, Sammy Watkins does, as a just sheer talent, does wonders for the entire offense, in my opinion. The only thing that Watkins needs to do is stay healthy. That's yes. it. If Watkins yep. stays healthy, I think he is a thousand-yard receiver for the Rams this year. Does this also help uh, and make uh, Todd Gurley rise? I think, honestly, it, the trade, the Rams really won this trade. Because yeah. they they gave up a guy, a second-round corner, or they gave up a cornerback a, that was a fringe starter. You know, we talked about him earlier, EJ Gaines. And they acquired Sammy Watkins, but that also because that is going to make it so teams can't double-team or stack the box against Gurley because now you have to worry about Watkins deep. And then you have Cooper Cup on the other side, who Jared Goff is loving right now. Yep. I think Cooper Cup has either six or seven catches so far through the first two preseason games, um, which is a lot. That, that For a guy who's a rookie, that's a lot. So I, I honestly think, you know, this is a very low So we're saying end. the Rams are risers. The Rams in general are risers, yes. This is a very low-end comparison, but just trust me when I, trust me when I say this. It's similar to Welker and Moss going to the Patriots because you have the big deep threat, and then you have. Hold on, I, I know you're cringy. I'm squirming. You're I squirming. can't. It's yeah. Are you squirming at me or at SummerSlam? Both. Okay, Ugh. but you have the big downfield receiver, and you guy who you have the guy who's going to do the short, intermediate, catch the ball, guaranteed catch. I get what you're saying, and I get that you're seeing the improvement. I, I still don't. I got to see more from Goff before I believe he can oh, complete absolutely. any of those passes to either of those guys. Yeah, but I, I wasn't comparing Goff to Brady. I was comparing no, no, the no. Receiver I, situation. I, I know you were. Okay. Um, but the problem with that is is making that comparison. There's been plenty of teams that have those those combinations. Hmm. And I mean, Watkins is not Moss. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not saying. And he Cup is, is but, not Welker. But that's and, sim- and the Goff style is, of play. And golf, like this is like this isn't Kmart, this isn't Walmart, this is like you you hit the dollar store, uh, in comparisons. Yeah. Um, dollar store, Randy Moss. <laughs> How are you gonna pay for that straight cash, homie? Uh, so on the other side of that trade, uh, we've got, <laughs> uh, we've got. Um, I was about to say the Buffalo Bills. No, I was I was about to say Jordan Howard. Then I was gonna say Ryan Matthews, and let's and mix those together. They did the fusion dance. <laughs> they did the fusion dance, just like uh, Cesaro and Sheamus do. Yes. Um, we got Jordan Matthews uh, going to uh, the Raven. Nope. Nope. No. Nope. Buffalo. Nope. Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Nope. Buffalo Bills. Wow. Um, if he didn't have weak bones, I would say he would be a riser. Well, he's got a weak sternum. He's got a weak sternum. Uh, he hey. got hurt within days of go of getting traded to Buffalo, which. It, the Bills, just with their trades they made, were very interesting, but I think... It shows they're not going for this year. Yeah, right. I, I don't really see the Buffalo Bills as a winner, but I think that the biggest winner out of this trade was Zay Jones, because Zay Jones, instead of playing the slot, is going to be moved to the X receiver. Um, oh, one loser we didn't mention was Robert Woods now being stuck behind Sammy Watkins again. 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 <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> He's only stuck behind Sammy Watkins until Sammy Watkins eventually gets hurt. Yeah. Well, which is funny because I'm pretty sure Robert Woods is making more money this year than Sammy Watkins. Oh, he is. But um, Yeah, so I, I don't know. I think that the Bills were overall losers in these trades, but um, I definitely saw a increase in Zay Jones' ability and I- position. I think in the long run the Bills could be could be winners. I mean, you have six picks in the first three rounds of next year. Um, you can obviously 
easily trade some of those picks to get a third first round pick, which will immediately help. I mean, oh yeah, that's an immediate help to your team. Um, I think the biggest loser out of this entire thing is Tyrod Taylor. Oh yeah, I, I don't think that he's the biggest loser. I think he is losing because of how he's playing. Uh, so speaking of fallers, well, he is a faller, right? I mean, well, how he's playing, he lost his top receiving asset. He also lost the dude that might be, you know, was supposed to come in and be that other piece with Jordan Matthews. That's true because Matthews just got injured, right? Yep, he had a cracked sternum, so he could be out for you know who, who knows a couple how weeks. Long. Yeah, I was about to say because you say he lost Watkins, but he hasn't played with Watkins much, right? He hasn't had a lot of time on the field with Watkins because Watkins has been injured a lot of time. But, I mean, with Watkins gone, Woods gone because uh, he had Woods previously. Right. Yep. Uh, now he's got Matthews, who was supposed to be one of the replacements, injured. He's All he's got is Zay Jones as a relevant receiver. Yeah, uh, correct. I mean, does he have a rapport with anyone else? Because, I mean, who else is in there? Corey Brown, I mean, he, he's Brown, got a rapport or... with, with a running back uh, to catch the ball, LaShawn McCoy. Right. But, I mean, that's about it this match is fire by the way all right so do we want yeah, to move to so the next uh yeah so now we got uh jaron brown as a as a riser jaron jaron yeah we, that's one this is probably the biggest riser of the entire offseason yeah the entire pre-season. uh we got a guy that you want to talk about later that i think is bigger well i mm, i would i'll get to that but i think this guy is the bigger riser because he came out of nowhere i mean just he Yes, he. I mean, the dude has 700 career yards. He had 100 yeah. yards last year, and he's being touted by Bruce Arians as being one of two pro-ready wide receivers on their team. The other one being Larry Fitzgerald. Um, Larry the, Fitzgerald is a pro-ready wide receiver. I know, right? What? Weird. Dude, what? The dude's Hall of Fame, but man, eh, it's just I, I uh, on a team uh, where. I mean, a lot of those players have been with the Cardinals a while. They, uh, and the fact that he's standing out uh, around, I mean, yeah, John Brown's still dealing with some issues, but he's been, he's been there. He's just, it's a good spot for him to be in. Yeah. Cause uh, he, he is winning by nobody else winning. You could say like he is, he yeah, is winning. winning I by, mean, he's winning by no one else winning. Ooh. And also by we need by playing this. well. We need to pause this. Yeah, um, pause it. So another guy to really talk about here would be uh, Kenny Galladay. Mm-hmm. Yep, and that's that's where I was going. Who I think is yeah. the biggest riser so far. He went from being what was he like a fifth round pick to now a starting wide receiver. He was, he's the number three guy there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean he was a mid round pick, but I think he's going to get a lot of looks as he's been getting already in the, in yeah. the red zone, like. He is a big goal line target, which they don't don't necessarily have. No, they've got two guys that can that can spread the field and get the ball downfield, but they don't have anybody that can get in the end zone and, and grab the ball. Because Galladay is what six four two fifteen, yeah, something yeah. like that. I mean, he's, I mean, big, he's boy. big. He's a big boy, but I mean, he's looked great this preseason. Yeah, and, yep. I mean, he's skyrocketing up draft boards, and I'm so glad I picked him up fifth round. I was madder than I've ever been. Oh, I wanted I'm him. So happy, so happy. <laughs> Um, I'm very thrilled with how Kenny Galladay is doing this. Uh, another riser that we mentioned slightly earlier was uh, McCaffrey, mm-hmm. who is doing. He's doing what Kareem Hunt's doing, and he's doing a lot with a little. Yeah, yeah he I mean, had. I think he had two 25 plus yard plays yesterday. 
in the preseason game, which granted it's preseason, but still when you're working with the ones and I, Jonathan Stewart's a, you know, 29, 30 year old plotter. I mean, but I mean, if you look, if you look at what he's doing, like he's, I mean, he's hitting the edge and he's using his speed to get around. And he's running between the tackles. He, yeah. He's not just bouncing everything to the outside. Right. He's, you know, he's breaking some arm tackles. He's making people miss. He's yep. looking like a pro, yeah. mm-hmm. pro running back. He's still going to share some time with, uh, with Jay Stu in the backfield. Oh, yeah. But he's he's the guy. He's the he guy to have guy. in the backfield. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to mention a couple of guys here real quick that we've kind of brought up a little bit beforehand. We've got Bortles as a faller, Dumb. obviously. Yep. Uh, we've Plumbing. got uh, Tyrod Taylor as a faller that we kind of mentioned a little bit during the uh, mm-hmm. the trade talk. Uh, Dalvin Cook as a riser that we mentioned some during uh, the uh, camp trade. battles. Yep. Uh, Cooper Cup as a riser, which we mentioned during the trade talk there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the, uh, we also talked about Jay Cutler during the, uh, the quick outs where, I mean, he went from being unemployed to being a starter in the NFL. Well, so yeah. he's definitely a riser. He went from yeah. being retired to being a starter. Uh, so now we got, uh, looks like we got three other, oh no, we talked about Zeke as well. Obviously a faller. He's suspended. Doesn't, we don't know how long he's falling from he's being a top. It, he's appealing it right now. So as long I believe it's as long as he is appealing the suspension, he cannot serve the suspension. That's correct. But I don't think this is a uh, Tom Brady situation where okay. it goes a year. I think this is something where we're going to find out in the next week or two about okay. what, what the decision is. And I think that's why they took so long to put the suspension through. Gotcha. Um, but Zeke is a faller. Uh, yep. I mean, he's going from top five to second, third round, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would say at least. I mean, missing four to six games. So I got two people left here. I'm going to start with uh with the one that's closest to my heart. We got Brandon Cooks. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just tearing it up in practice with Tom Brady. Uh, they're, they're not really playing much because it, he's a Patriot and they don't play their starters during the preseason that much. Uh, Brady's barely played in the preseason as well. Um, yep. I think he threw like five passes, six passes last night. Yeah, but in joint practices, because the Patriots love doing joint practices, yeah. they, uh, he is looking great. Uh, just one-handed catches, I mean, getting up and getting the ball, he's looking really good. And I think he's showing that he might be the guy to have in that uh, in for the oh, wideouts when it comes to the Patriots. Yeah. I, I would never even have thought of anybody else to have as the owning guy. Well, Be- before the preseason started, Edelman was still a, a conversation. I mean, I, yeah. I think Edelman's still worth having. Oh, I just I, think I just think PR formats. Yeah, I just yeah. think Cooks is the number one guy for sure. Yeah, I agree. And now we're going to end the risers and fallers with a riser, a tight end from the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, Rico Gathers, um, who you probably will say who. um, He actually played basketball at Baylor, I believe. And he was a guy who was, he came out not this past, or he came out this past season, so he's going into his second year. He needed time to learn the position. He was drafted by the Cowboys, um, I believe in like the sixth or seventh round, or even he might have been an undrafted free agent. But he was a guy who was just kind of an athletic specimen. And so far through the first, you know, the Hall of Fame game in the first preseason week one, he has, I believe, seven catches for 160-something yards and two touchdowns, which I'm not saying that he's going to supplant Jason Witten, but they are giving him reps with the first-team offense. It's almost like sitting behind one of the best tight ends of all time has made this guy a better tight end. What? Yeah, That's, having to learn from somebody that, who's been doing it for 12, 13 years although, can't hurt. Jason Witten signed a extension, a three extension, didn't he? <laughs> three years. Well, I mean, 
But I mean, even if Jason Wynn is not the number one guy on that team, he's still a solid number two oh, yeah. tight end as, you know, getting the, moving the chains a little bit. If and, you need and five to seven some, yards he's in the, guy. the middle of the field, he is the guy. Yep. So, I, I mean, it's just it's one guy that, you know, for the dynasty players out there, I don't think Rico Gathers has any redraft value this year. But for dynasty owners, you know, go pick him up, put him on your bench. Keep yeah. him just hidden, you know, steal him while you can. We all saw what happened last year with Tyree Kill. That's true. You're not wrong. All right. Well, uh, I think that's the end of our risers and fallers. Anybody got anybody else to really mention? I'm good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a slight word out there for Rex Burkhead. Okay. Um, just by the fact that who knows who's going to win in that backfield. I would yeah. still stay away from that backfield, but right now through Is the preseason. Is doing anything? No, he's been injured. Oh, okay. Right now through that backfield, he's uh, Burkhead's been the one that's actually been showing some some signs of life. Gotcha. Um, who's been the number one guy in, in Philly, really? It, oh, that's who we didn't mention. Ooh. His caller is Garrett Blunt. Garrett Blunt, Blunt um, is yeah. Nobody um, is happy with Garrett Blunt right now, and there's even talk that him and Wendell Smallwood could get cut. And Smallwood. And Smallwood. So I mean, that leave it's not Pumphrey. That's Darren Sproles Darren and Sproles Donnell and... Humphrey. Oh, it is Donnell Pumphrey. Donnell Pumphrey. Yep. Yeah. Humphrey. Pumphrey. 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 Well, Humphrey. who? No, they're. Oh, they do have uh, Corey Clement from Wisconsin too. That's oh, right. They signed. They did yep. sign him because he did have a he did have a solid game yesterday. I mean, granted, again, it's minimal work, but he did have a solid game. Um, sorry, I just, oh, let's, okay, let's keep going with this and end the podcast. Uh, so, <laughs> so I would stay away from the Philly backfield right now as well. And don't turn on SummerSlam. Um, not for another not five, five minutes. minutes. Yep. Okay, so our, I do have a couple trivia questions if we want to do trivia quick. It's Dolph. Oh, it's Dolph. Oh, sure. it's absolutely Dolph. Um, trivia questions. So, yeah, let's move on to yeah. our trivia corner. Zach, Zach, oh, Zach just moved into the corner. <laughs> All right, so I've only got a couple here. Um, he chose the, the first us. one is kind of a, a guess who, and this quarterback owns three of the top four spots Don't. in the most passing yards in a Super Bowl. Tom Brady. Three of the top four? He owns three of the Terry top Terry Bradshaw. Four. Nope. Three of the top four. So he's been to... At, at least three. three. At least three Super Bowls. Um, That's Sean Mike. Tom Brady. It is not Tom Brady, no matter how many times you say it. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm trying to think of positive. This is not Jackal. This is not, it's not a Jackal. Um, then oh, I'm going Shawn to Michaels. say, um, uh, probably, I don't know. Is it Fran Tarkington? It is not. Oh. Is it Bart Starr? You know, I think I'm going to take a second job as a grocery bagger. Is it Randall Cunningham? No, no. I was like, I don't think he's been to Super Bowls. Who as a bagger? A, oh, Kurt Warner. Thank you. Oh, I got you. okay, like, that makes sense. On. How am I supposed to know Kurt Warner was a grocery bagger? It's actually pr- pretty. Uh, strong it's actually part of a pretty his, strong part of his yeah his, his history. <laughs> um, yeah. Don't and, you get into the backstories of NFL quarterbacks? Not much of a history there, if you ask me. Uh, <laughs> they were really reaching. All right, so this one it's more it's a name the top five, um, and it's more of just a fun thing for people who don't know. Name the top five touchdown leaders in NFL history, non quarterback. So it's like so skill all, position. So wide receivers, top five. Backs, uh, Randy Moss. Randy Do we have to Moss name it in order. In the top five. No, not in order. Okay, okay. Randy Moss. I mean, if you want there. to challenge yourself, name it in order. Uh, I will say Ladanian Tomlinson's in there. Ladanian Tomlinson is in there. That's two of them. Mm-hmm. 
God, I, I keep thinking of like one year wonders, and like because Priest Holmes wouldn't be in the top. No, five. no, 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 no. This is a career. This is yeah, not based. No, on no, no, I know, I know, and oh. that's like Priest Holmes popped into my head, but I was like, oh. he had like three seasons, yeah. so he wouldn't be up there. <laughs> um, well, I missed Tony, Gonzal- no. Tony Gonzalez. Nope. Okay. Um, he is in the. He's in the top ten. No, he is number sixteen. Wow. Wow. Okay. Rob Gronkowski. Um, not even close. Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice is number one. That makes sense. Do you know how yeah. many? Tim Brown. How? Oh. Just roughly. Roughly how many? Um, Touchdowns? Um, I'm going to go with 212. You're very close. Uh, 214. 208. Ah. I knew it was over 200. Yep. So. Which, do you... Okay, so... Is Tim Brown in the top five? No. Okay, mm-hmm. so we've got Jerry Rice. Jerry we Rice. Have, Randy, uh, Moss, Randy Moss. LaDainian Tomlinson. Yep. Um, so there's two more. Barry Sanders? Nope. Curtis Martin? Nope. Emmett Smith? Emmett Smith is number two. Oh, okay. So you, what What number are we missing? You are missing number five. Number, number five. five. Okay, the lowest on the list. It's not a current player. No. And so far, we've got two running backs, two wide receivers, So, and the top two are running backs. Is this true? No, no, it was wide receiver, running back, wide receiver, running back, wasn't it? No, it was wide receiver, running back, running back, wide receiver. Okay, is so it, Moss was four. Is this Trell Owens? Yes, I know. Uh, I was gonna say it's the it man that stole like, my heart. I was like, as soon as I, I was like, okay, we haven't gotten the top five. Oh, I know. He, hey, two he of has. those guys will go in the Hall of Fame next year. I oh, oh he no, that's fine. I don't. <laughs> yeah, they, he just better not make it after Randy. They, 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 there should be two of those in the Hall of Fame next year. That's a whole different discussion, though, for a different day. That's but true. I think right, we're about to wrap this up. I think that we have now finished all the Gatorade. Uh, we I'm have still drinking. Okay, I'm still drinking. And, I'm still um, drinking too. So check out uh, Gabe Arino's podcast. Um, Be, kind, Be rewind. kind Rewind, and also Character Work, and also follow me on Twitter, Gabe Arino at twitter.com. Um, that's Gabe Arino with two N's, and then follow me on Snapchat. That's Gabe Arino with two R's and two N's. I know that gets confusing, but you'll figure it out. Can I, you slow down like five miles an hour and then spell that? Yeah. G A. So be sure hey, to a little quicker. B E R. R on Snapchat. I get like two R's on Snapchat, uh, but one R on Twitter. So be sure to follow I, us at yep, the Fantasy Hangover. Just go to Knockout Entertainment. You'll find the podcast. Yeah, go to Knockout Entertainment because we want to watch SummerSlam. So bye. Thank you to all of our subscribers. See you next week. We love you all. Deuces. Bye. Facebook.